This episode of Calgary Basement Sessions is sponsored by Cornerstone Music Cafe. For more information on Cornerstone, visit cornerstonemusic.ca. Hey, welcome to Calgary Basement Sessions. I'm Ben Price. And I'm Ben McCombany. And today we're talking to Allison Lynch. With an eye to the golden age of jazz and a finger on the pulse of the modern singer-songwriter aesthetic, Alison Lynch creates a singular compositional voice that transcends era through the de- a deliberate mix of the modern and the classic. Using jazz, blues, folk, and pop influences, her intimate first release, Skin and Flame, features sensuous vocals, bluesy folk uke ballads, and newly imagined standards from the jazz repertoire. Featuring some of Alberta's top artists, including Juno nominee Al Muirhead, bassist, producer Ruben Toledo, pianist Chris Andrew, and drummer Spencer Shane. The album was nominated for a 2018 YYC Music Award for Jazz Album of the Year. Wow. Very fancy. <laughs> Allison is also a multi-time Betty Mitchell Award-winning actress and theater composer and has appeared on nearly all of Calgary's major stages. We'll ask which ones. Currently writing original songs for her second album, Allison draws on her experiences as a the- uh, theatrical storyteller, creating narrative-rich lyrics woven through a fusion of musical genres. A multi-instrumentalist, Allison explores vocal improvisation, accompanying herself on guitar, violin, ukulele, and bowerin, a traditional Irish drum. She had, yep. <laughs> She has performed at the Calgary Folk Music Festival, Medicine Hat Jazz Festival, and Brazil Fest, and has toured Ontario as well as well as performing with the Malaysian, Winnipeg, and Victoria Symphonies. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Her music has been featured on CKUA and CJSW at the Calgary and Medicine Hat Jazz Festivals, the Calgary Folk Music Festival, and on Saturday Night Jazz with Layla Ballet by Bialy Bialy. Thank you <laughs> on CBC Radio. Woo. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, what glasses. a bio that is. <laughs> that is. It was a it was a cut and paste and sent to you. So it was a cut and paste. Great. That's fantastic. So yeah, we've, we've got a we've lots got in there to unpack. Includes, yeah, includes all the things. Let's unpack. Let's unpack just just one Kay. bit at a time. Let's yeah. unpack. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack. I'm here to right. unpack on you. <laughs> Before this interview started, by the way, you were just all the questions to us. Now it's our turn. So that's yeah. true. Okay. Okay. Turn. You know yeah. everything that's about fair. us now. Yeah. Now we're gonna fire. Just fire quick yeah. fire questions <laughs> at you. Like, quickly, quickly, come on. <laughs> um. So first things first. COVID. You're writing. Uh. You're currently writing an album during this time. Yes. Right. So, yes. what's uh, can you tell us a wee bit more about the album, like the sort of the story behind behind the album and yeah. what sort of. Uh, well, it kind of it started off as um, me writing lullabies to my nephews. Um, oh. I have two little oh. nephews who I'm very obsessed with. Uh, they <laughs> are the light of my life. So um, <laughs> yeah, so I started writing uh, some lullabies for them, mm-hmm. and then I started kind of. Uh, realizing that they weren't really like ki- so much kids lullabies. They were kind of just like people lullabies. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and so I kind of continued on that, uh, on that, along that vein and just continued writing more um, sort of grown up lullabies, okay. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Lullabies for life. Nice. And not <laughs> like, not like go to sleep style lullabies, but like. Get drunk and. Get drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and party. Yeah. Get, get drunk and go to sleep lullabies. <laughs> No, no, like, um, just like, uh, kind of almost a way to like self-soothing through, through like rough times kind Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. style lullabies. So yeah, 
that's kind of where it came from and it's uh it's like obviously sort of jazz influenced because I can't seem to escape that in my music um and uh, a little more on the folky side this time I think from my last album fantastic so are you including the the Irish drum I probably will actually as much as like drums aren't so much like (laughs) great thing in a lullaby yeah yeah, you wouldn't really think drums are a lullaby lullaby baby (laughs) go to sleep go to sleep yeah no it's uh yeah I'm gonna find some way to get it in there it'll be a surprise for all of us. So are, are, are you originally from like Ireland? Do you have Irish heritage or do you dislike My sort of dad was born in Dublin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's... Uh, that explains the red hair. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, but there's a lot of music in my family. My parents are both musicians. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of in, in the blood. In the if blood, you will. yeah, yeah. So, what what instruments do, do your parents play? My dad is a piano player slash organist. Wow. He's the music director at St. Mary's Cathedral, oh, wow. and uh, yeah, but he worked for many years. Uh, when we lived in Toronto, he worked as a like a uh, a lounge piano player, and nice. we moved out here actually to Calgary because he got a job at the the Palliser Hotel as the like full time oh, lounge no pianist. Way. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he did that for many years until he kind of he got a little tired of that lifestyle. I think the uh. you know go to work at at four and then yeah. get home at four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Wow, that's crazy. That's nuts. So, like, so your family's very musical orienti- or orientated. Like, I'm kind of jealous of that because my family isn't at all. I'm the only musician in my family. Really? Yeah, yeah the only Ooh. musician in my family. Oh, uh, wow. Well, except, well, my sister, like, she plays a wee bit of drums. She went to college for drums for, like, two years, but that's about it. Hmm. You know, that's about it. And you're the only magician in my family that you know of. That's true. Yeah. That is... I don't think magicians run in family. <laughs> no, they do. I yeah, they don't do. know. They I do. Think, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Maybe me. your kids will be... Maybe. If I'm lucky, they won't. <laughs> they'll, they'll do something else. <laughs> Please they'll they'll be successful, <laughs> hardworking people. I feel like par- people say that about their musician kids as well. Like, yeah. Or they're like, people who are musicians are like, mm. hopefully you'll be a dentist or yeah. a veterinarian or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> do something else. Please. Anyway. <laughs> Don't school. be a performer. <laughs> yeah. God, no. Do this. <laughs> Um, so, so, um, what's your writing process for this album? Do you do you collaborate with other musicians, other musicians that you work with, or do you just write the songs yourself uh, in your house and then sort of bring it to to the musicians that you work with? Well, for the last album, um, I kind of I worked a lot with Ruben, the bass player slash producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lives in Edmonton. He kind of helped me to sort of curate the album in a way that I had a, a lot of songs that I kind of wasn't really sure which ones sort of fit with each other so he helped with that but I did most of, like I did all of the the writing myself other than a few of the uh there are a few covers on there of like re reworked jazz standards um but for this album it's really all sort of coming from me like mm. it, it's all just original songs that I've been uh that are kind of floating around in my head um, and then usually in terms of sort of like the uh, instrumentation, I'll sort of jam with other people and see what I can, what sort of fits for each song. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping on this one to have some more strings, mm-hmm. have some, um, I want to have a cellist and nice. uh, yeah, maybe like a, like a trio or something, um, just Fantastic. to sort of fill out some of the arrangements. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So who would you say your, your influence, uh, influences are um, from like sort of the, the jazz music? Well, in terms of jazz, I mean, I I really love the 
classic jazz divas like you know Ella Fitzgerald and um, uh, Billie Holiday, nice. Sarah Vaughan. Mm. Um, like I, I love that style of music and mm. I love their singing. I especially love Sarah Vaughan because she has a, um, a classical vibe to her as well, mm. and she was actually like a like a prodigy piano player as well. And really? she oh. and she incorporated a lot of. Um, uh, or not Sarah but um, Nina Simone was right. like a, a prodigy piano player. Mm. And so I like that they, they have these like vibes of, of classical that they sort of weave into the mm. yeah. I- into their jazz style. Uh-huh. And I, I went to school for classical singing, so uh-huh. I kind of <laughs> end up having a little bit of that in there as well. Yeah. Or trying sure. to, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm really getting into it at the moment anyway, because I'm learning a lot of jazz at the moment, I'm going through lots of like lots of jazz books, and I'm obsessed with uh, Chick Corea. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's fantastic. He awesome. He's an unbelievable drummer as well. Did you I, know that? I actually didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. He's obviously a fantastic piano player, but he's a pretty ridiculous drummer as really? well. Really? Yeah. Weirdly enough, I saw a video. I think I've seen a few videos on YouTube of him like just jamming away in the drum kit, and I'm like, God, he can he can hold a beat. <laughs> Big old chick can hold a beat. <laughs> He's like, I think I'll just play all the instruments on my album. Yeah, no big deal. I don't need any other like musicians. I'll just I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need anyone. <laughs> just myself. myself. Yeah. One man band. Me and a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> One man chick. One man chick. <laughs> so you, um, you have, uh, you, well, you're in the musical theater side as well. Mm-hmm. And you do some mu- musical theater. Uh, you're a composer. In yes. Musical theater as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so how did you how did you get into that? Well, uh, when I first went to university, um, right out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of like, I, maybe I'll take random courses. <laughs> so I did. I went to St. Mary's University College for a couple of years, and I just took sort of everything that was interesting to me. And uh, I needed an extra class to fill out my schedule. <laughs> like I, I was like asking my friends, what's an easy course that I can just like mm-hmm. like glide by by. with like zero effort and everyone was like oh take drama drama is really easy so I took this (laughs) drama class and it was terrifying and like completely wonderful also like I loved it and uh and through that class I met my mentor who's the the teacher there um her name's Marilyn Potts and she's Mm -hmm. kind of like taught everyone (laughs) at some point she's she's been involved in many different shows as a director and like anyway she connected me with uh some professional artists in the theater and mm-hmm. um and and then I ended up working as an actor in theater and then through that I made more connections with other people who discovered that I was a musician and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um was invited to write some music for plays and then from there it just kind of snowballed and I've, I've just been splitting my time now between acting and uh and composing for theater. Wow, that's fantastic. And that's, that's a skill in itself, composing f- like for theater, because you need to compose um, like piano parts and string parts and, and all that sort of stuff. So like you need to know like your music theory pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, you know? it's it was kind of it, like definitely a learning curve for me, The uh-huh. especially the, um, the use of um, technology in order to do that, yeah. like, um, you know, recording software and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that was, that took, you know, some, quite a bit of learning sure. <laughs> and I'm still learning. Yeah. I feel like there's so much to learn there. Um, okay. but yeah, it, 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 uh, it, it kind of expanded my horizons. Uh-huh. You could say like just opened me up to sort of more, uh, ways of of using music and writing music and being an actor on the other side really helped me as a composer yeah. because it 
it gives you a, a different perspective of you know what the audience is receiving rather than just the um what you're seeing from the stage exactly exactly yeah have you ever thought about going into film composing as well mm-hmm. yeah fil- yeah I, I have written for some short films have you okay yeah and uh i, r- I really enjoy that too it's huh. it's um different from theater obviously but it but similar vein and yeah yeah, yeah. something i'd like to explore more as well oh, interesting well we'll talk to you about that after the podcast <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, in the process of filming a film, uh, a, a movie mm-hmm. uh, that Shelby, his girlfriend, wrote. Oh, it's a horror film, and uh, oh, it started out as a pretty small thing. But her dad works in theater and or in film, and his friends all work in film, and they all read the script and were like, "We could shoot this." So we could it, it. It, cru- it quickly grew into to something a little bigger, but. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of getting a bit nuts now. Yeah. Um, we've actually just we're launch, launching a Kickstarter yeah. today. Yeah. Oh, today, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, if, as soon as you get one dollar, as you said, then we have to we have to we deliver. deliver. You, you yeah, got to deliver. <laughs> yeah, we've got to deliver. Yeah, you can't, you can't flake out on that. Yeah, so it's funny how that happens. It just kind of starts rolling, and then you're like, ah, we're yeah. doing this thing. No, it's a thing. It's a big that? thing. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it just started off as something pretty small, and then. More people were like, "This is fantastic! I love the script. Like, I want to be a part of it." And then more people and more people were like, "Geez, oh, okay, well, like, well let's uh, let's do it then." Eh? You gotta yeah. do it yeah. now. Well, originally, I was going to be acting in it, and I'm not an actor, so I was like, "Like, maybe I'll you are now. <laughs> maybe you are now." Chick Corea was a piano player, and now he's a drummer. So, <laughs> yeah, I Ben's act. uh, act. Ben's not an actor. I can't act. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're you're a multi Betty Mitchell Award nominee winner whatever this said award winning <laughs> award winning that's crazy so you've you've been in a lot of things in Cal- that's all Calgary Betty Mitchell Betty Mitchell awards are all Calgary who, who is Be- who is Betty Mitchell first things first you know what I don't even know I imagine she was a theater creator in Calgary who was did she? a lot of good things okay. yes patron of the patron of the arts patron of the arts patron yes. of the arts Betty. <coughs> Thank you, Betty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the the Calgary Calgary Theater Awards. So, who have you worked with? Like, who is the? You've been on all the stages in Calgary, aside from a couple, apparently. Because you said almost all. Almost I have not all. worked at Stage West. Oh. Okay, we need to get we need to get you on the Stage West. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the one. Uh, that's the one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the. Uh, I, I mean, I've worked with like Theater Calgary, uh, ATP, Vertigo, Downstage, Lunchbox, mm-hmm. um, Sage, the, uh, all those people, mm-hmm. Theater Junction. Um, so I guess it, like uh, the the sort of big show that I've been doing that I've been involved with for the last ten years is uh, a Christmas Carol at mm-hmm. Theater Calgary. Nice. So um, for the first eight years, I. Um, was I played the spirit of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, which was really cool. Um, so that production ran for eight seasons. Uh-huh. And then last season, uh, there was a brand new production, a new script written by Jeffrey Simon Brown, um, new director, new uh, Stafford Arima, who's the artistic director, uh, directed that one, uh, new choreography, costumes, set, new everything. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you know Marshall, obviously, yes. who performed in it as well. And so, oh, in that production, mm-hmm. oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, in that production, I played uh, a new role. I was the fiddler slash narrator of the show. Oh. And um, you play fiddle. 
I d- yeah. Yeah. Of course you can. Irish. Yeah, and I also wrote the music for the show. So it was oh, wow. kind wow. of like a Yeah, it was a, it was a really cool um cool thing because I got to play the music that I had written and then the cast all sang and yeah, it was a, it was a cool uh, new production. Unfortunately, this year, obviously, won't be doing that. <laughs> it will not be happening yeah. in that in that form. But uh, hopefully next year. Two things in Calgary that have like always go on: Stampede and a Christmas Carol, <laughs> and neither of them gone. What a year! Completely gone. Yeah, yeah. Know, and it's right? the year uh, the year I arrived as well. Yeah, bad well, juju. Go back home. Yeah. So wait, so you've never been to the Stampede? Never been to Stampede. I arrived oh. here in August last year and i've never been to stampede just after the stampede just after the he arrived oh. just after yeah so missed it the only year it's not Shucks. on i know god damn but, uh, <laughs> no, i'll get i'll get there i'll get there next year we'll yeah. see yeah, yeah, there's people like barfing on the sidewalk at 10 in the morning. It's really exciting. It's a great time. It's, yeah. You can't get, there's nothing better. It's a true party. Yeah. Uh, uh, every time I phone my dad, my dad's just like, uh, well, when when we knew, that when, we, when the stampede, when we thought the stampede was on, I was phoning my dad every week. He was like, have you got me a bull yet? I went, what do you mean? He's like, I want to go bull riding. <laughs> He's like, you got me a bull called Fu Manchu. Okay, okay, Dad, I'll get you a bill called Fu Manchu. I want to ride it. I want to be one of those cowboys and you ride the bills. I'm like, okay, right. That's not going to happen, <laughs> Dad. So that's what people think the stampede is. Yeah, much. literally. Yeah. yeah. Scottish people anyway, you know. Right. Yeah. It's kind of that. Kind of. He's, he's good at the mechanical bill, but I'm not sure an actual bill would be... He would good it'd be dreadful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would be injured so quickly. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny to watch, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so... You performed at Medicine Hat Jazz Festival. Mm-hmm. I did not know Medicine Hat had a jazz festival. Right? Is it a big thing? Ta-da! It actually <laughs> is a big thing. That's crazy to it's me. It's a big thing there, yeah. They, uh, they, I love performing there. It's like they take really good care of their artists, and it's like hmm. there's tons of different venues, and there's lots of artists from all over the place, and yeah, it's really cool. It's a good time. Because oh. I, I th- like from an outsider's perspective, Medicine Hat seems like a very like, sort of country orientated place yeah mm. but and it's awesome to hear that they have a pretty cool jazz festival yeah, yeah they have like this throughout i know it surprised me too um the first year that uh uh tyler hornby um who's also a drummer he'd mm. asked me to perform with his group and i i said the same thing i was like i didn't know <laughs> they had a jazz festival wow. i will perform where are we going yeah really <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't hurt. What? okay <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was great. It's a really, it's a cool little place. It's it's actually like quite, they they really, they like, they love the arts there. Mm-hmm. They do have a great theater. Yeah. They have a, yeah, Ooh. the Esplanade yeah. is, is a great theater. And they have like a rooftop section to that theater as well. Ooh. And inside. And one of my favorite Canadian theater artists is from Medicine Hat, Who? Ronnie Burkett. Oh. I went to see Rebecca. I love <laughs> Ronnie Burkett. Ronnie Burkett. Yeah, I've seen him. Multiple times. All He's amazing. That's annoying, Ben. Sorry. How rude. <laughs> uh, seen him multiple times. He's a puppeteer. He does marionettes. Oh. He builds and makes his own marionettes, and it's... The shows are fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Puppetry he's, for he's adults. Amazing. Yeah. That's he's, awesome. It's fabulous. He's like a puppet... Puppet master. He's a puppet master. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I uh, don't say it. <laughs> he is <laughs> Canadian Geppetto. He, he is. Yeah, I, uh, I think he refers to himself as a sissy Geppetto. A sissy Geppetto. Yeah. It's great. A sissy Geppetto. Sissy Geppetto. That's a good band name. Sissy Geppetto. That would yeah. be. There you go. <laughs> that is a great yeah, band. Yeah, that is a great That's band your, name. That's your recording studio yeah. name. Yeah. Sissy Geppetto. <laughs> sissy Geppetto. 
Does look like a male. CC Geppetto Studios. CC Geppetto Studio. Yes. Copyright that right now. Wouldn't want to get away from Ronnie. Oh, okay. Sorry, Ronnie. Um. So. You performed at the Ironwood Jazz Night Fundraiser on September 20th. 20th. It's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. I thought it, went, I thought it was last year. It's, it's, it's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Ironwood was, it was going to close. It was going to close. Yes. And they had a fundraiser and now it's going to be open for a wee bit. So there's, so there's a second fundraiser. I didn't realise there was going to be a second fundraiser. Yeah, so it. they decided to do a jazz um jazz infused fundraiser mm-hmm. night as well so it's actually uh three nights i believe it's the 18th 19th and 20th oh wow and yeah and so there's a bunch of different artists and um everyone's donating their time but it they're they've also decided to donate uh some of these funds to other venues that are looking at closures right yeah so it's kind of a let's save calgary music mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. fundraiser mm-hmm. yeah jeez yeah because yeah, uh yeah, like uh, I didn't, I didn't realize they were gonna that they were they were struggling, and then I just saw on Facebook that they were having a big fundraiser because it looked like they were closing. I was like, no way! I haven't even been in the Ironwood, you know. So it's uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's a Good shame. Venue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a shame that it's closing. But of course, like the Blues Can, and uh, where else? Mikey's and Twelve, they're all doing shows. They're all doing gigs and stuff like that. Regular yeah. gigs. Um, Marcus Summer is always at the Blues Can. That's his second home. <laughs> He's got a bed in the back. <laughs> and uh, and then Mikey's on twelfth is every I think it's every Wednesday they do a jam night and I think it's they do regular gigs there so live yeah. music is starting to slowly it's happen. coming back yeah. picking up again yeah yeah theater hopefully as soon as possible yeah. hopefully Christmas that'd be cool doubtful mm, yeah. yeah yeah I feel like there's gonna be <laughs> yeah. online stuff um yeah. but I don't know that you know about. Although, it, you know, it, it confuses me because, like, people can go back to school and it's like 1,500 kids in a high school, but so weird. you can't go in a theater yeah. where everyone could be just ushered in and spacing the same direction for two hours. Mm-hmm. Ah, exactly. Well, know. you know, th- they were thinking... And spread out better. Yeah, it's spread out better. Yeah, yeah. Out better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. rather than sharing desks. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They were thinking about opening the Jubilee, opening that, but, like, half capacity. Mm-hmm. And... They'll still be losing money because all like to put on the show, Ooh. you need obviously they won't pay for all the crew, all the yeah. actors, like everything. So they'll still be losing money. So it's like they need to fill it or or nothing. You yeah, know? it's uh, exactly fill it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So doing fill yeah, yeah. Doing that one show multiple for nights. fifty people. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Did you it's go? Crazy. S- did you go see We Will Rock You in at the Jubilee? I did not see that one. No, I saw the la- the thing last thing I saw at the Jubilee was um. Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, so good. I would love to have seen that. Oh, it was so really good. good. I had mm-hmm. no idea what to expect. I didn't know anything about that show. Oh, really? Other than the fact that people were obsessed with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this better be good. This, yeah. this, I don't, this can't possibly be that good. And then I was like, oh, it, it's really good. So fantastic. <laughs> I had a similar, I had an opposite experience with the Book of Mormon. Oh, when really? It, when, yeah, we went to Phoenix to see it. Because mm-hmm. that was the closest place, <laughs> apparently. Phoenix. Yeah. Jesus. And... Everyone was talking it up so much. I was like, okay, this is going to be the best thing ever. And it was just okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. See, I've heard the complete opposite. I've heard I, it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked the music and I liked the story, but I think there was just this weird buildup that I was expecting something more. Yeah. And then it wasn't that. So it's kind of ruined it for me. So I hate when people talk something up too much. You're quite a critical person. Though. Very critical. You're very critical. <laughs> I mean, he went to see We Will Rock You the first night it was in Calgary. Awesome show. Really fantastic show. And he was just like, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. You know, <laughs> and, and, and your good friend? My was good it? friend yeah. was in it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you should okay. be a um, 
a critic. Ooh, people wouldn't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, would you have nothing good to say? I, I always have something good to say, <laughs> but I also really have... Doesn't. I do. Never does. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Rude. It's true. Calgary's next theater critic mm-hmm. sitting before me. Just yeah. twip, like twisting your mustache. I mm. didn't like this. Didn't like this. People will know. <laughs> it's like, it's like, the, uh, like, have you seen the film Ratatouille? Yeah. With the food critic has been... <laughs> I'd be nicer. Mm. I don't like. I do have good things to say. I do like theater. Yeah, I no, love Ronnie Burkett. Yeah, there well, you go. I'd rate him very highly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you should like theater because you were in. You were. You've been in lots of theater well, projects. I've been in. I've worked on. Yeah, worked on. Yeah, as a stage manager. Yes. He's a stage manager. Mm. Mm-hmm. My degree is in technical theater. Yeah. Well, I know because you stage managed right Marshall show. show. Yes. To yeah, which is a nightmare, by the way. <laughs> Oh, is that a nightmare? Oh, love Marshall to death. And he wrote the show. Mm-hmm. Can you think you remember those lines? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's, it's, a, it's a roller coaster ride from start to finish running that show. Because it was only me. Because we toured to, we did Vancouver and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And then Vancouver. We did another. I don't remember. So you were running the queues as well. Yeah, oh. I, I just ran it. <laughs> you so ran I, it? went through the rehearsal process and then i ran the show and we went to these places sound and lights and <laughs> it's a good thing too because having a light operator a sound operator would have been just a nightmare <laughs> we're gonna jump back 78 cues thank you <laughs> and we're gonna get you to run ahead four it was just i just knew it so well that it was just me typing on things the whole show oh, yeah geez. did you see it i did see you it. did in yeah. victoria yeah. Oh, nice. Tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. came in. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I. But yeah, that's a, like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> so much happening. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and then there's a song. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see that being intense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't even seen it, and I know it's a disaster. Yeah. It, it's it's not a, I mean, it is a disaster, but it's a fabulous show. I love it, and I'm, I'm actually, I was really looking forward to doing it again, but yeah. You like sadly. working, you like working with Marshall. You I see, do. Yeah. I love working with Marshall. He's Marshall fabulous. Yeah. He is fabulous. Yeah. I love working with people. I haven't even met Marshall. Should bring him over. Oh, you should. I should. Yeah. <laughs> you would love Marshall. Marshall? <laughs> He's something. Oh. He's something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just He's very lovable. Yeah. Different kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're pretty much coming to the end now. So, before we finish, let people know where they can find you on the socials. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can find me on on all the socials. On the socials. Um, Instagram mm-hmm. at Allison Lynch Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter at Allison Lynch Music. Twitter. You're a twit. You're a tweeter. Well, not. You know, to be honest, I'm kind of like, I'll post something on Instagram and then it'll be like, post Shares. to Twitter. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that seems easier. L- those yeah. type of tweets. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm gonna ask? Yes. I'll, I'll before you ask it. Mm-hmm. Are you on TikTok? rude you know what i have tiktok but i have not like released myself to the world on tiktok just yet okay you should you should do some like you know some like like covers yeah is a great thing on tiktok is it okay i have not really explored it i need to do that yeah Yeah. 100 percent. small snippets of music on tiktok are a killer i am on tiktok and Magic? I, I'm posting Magic things. TikTok? So pe- you'd think people don't want to see that on TikTok. Oh. I, here's what's weird. I did, and I don't want to like brag, I do these amazing things magically and get maybe 80 views. 
I unpacked, I filmed, I got a delivery of a magic trick, like a, an effect that I was, that I purchased. And I unpacked it and filmed that over 8,000 views. So people want to see me unpacking the magic more than they want to <laughs> see me doing the magic, yeah. which hurts my soul, but That's so whatever. weird. I remember the first time someone told me about un, like, un, what are they called? Unboxing, Unboxing videos. videos. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's not real. People don't mm-hmm. watch that. Mm-hmm. People love that. People love it. They want to see you taking stuff out of a box. So at right. the beginning of quarantine, yep. Shelby, Ben's girlfriend, got a delivery of uh, a Sephora box. So mm-hmm. she ordered all this stuff just because she's like, it's quarantine. I, I don't know. Let's try this stuff. Yeah, drink some wine and, she and had order these some stuff. Really, I don't tell her I said this. She had these really ugly fake glasses. She doesn't wear glasses, but she had these huge, like, big frame glasses. She's going to put them on. She's going to watch this. And she's like, she was walking around the house like a like an influencer. And I was like, let's film, let's film an unboxing video of your, your Sephora stuff. She's gonna and it so turned hard. out so funny that we started a YouTube series called Shelby, Shelby Talk, Talk Shite, Shite, which is mostly, <laughs> there's a couple of unboxing videos and then she did like a baking video and, uh, uh, there's, it's really funny. And like, yeah, ben, ben made like uh, smoothies out of like gross stuff, stuff, like blueberries and shrimp. And like Aww. it was like coffee and chocolate milk and something else, but then there was one that was like eggs, like uh, scrambled eggs and like Made tomatoes and stuff like that. Gross like, smoothies, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and she and she t- t- had to try them and guess what was in them and stuff like that. Like, I bet you could. I bet you could like make a lot of money selling gross smoothies somewhere. Oh, hundred percent. Like in L.A. or something. Yeah, yeah. And tell like, them that it's good for whatever. Yeah, hair follicles. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody wants those. <laughs> Let me sip that. <laughs> yeah. It's still but my hair is so shiny. I will eat this shrimp and peanut butter for my follicles. Yeah. <laughs> Nail follicles. I, I saw, have you seen um, 90 Day Fiancé? No, I haven't seen that, but. You need to I watch wouldn't. it. I, I, no, it is, it is fantastic. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is garbage TV with garbage Absolute people. garbage. Oh, but it is, there's a guy in it called Big Ed. He's not big at all. He's like a wee sort of wrecking ball man. He's like small <laughs> and he's just like stocky. Uh-huh. And he has not, he has not, no neck, right? No neck. And it's just all shoulders and just like, but he is obsessed with putting mayonnaise on his hair because he thinks mayonnaise is oh, a fantastic God. conditioner and helps his hair, is helps his hair grow or something like that. So he just okay. gets like wads of mayonnaise egg mayonnaise and like smacks it in his hair and stuff like that he's walking around town with egg mayo in his hair ew he doesn't wash it out like uh, he washes it out after like a few hours but no he leaves it in there hours. for like yeah it's <laughs> it's pretty rough okay. and he lives in LA so yeah they'll do anything he would get he would buy that smoothie 100% and yeah. put it in his hair yeah yeah, but what's anyway. that other show that the not the other garbage show that is so good? Um, Love is blind. Love is blind. Oh, oh yes. so, so good. bad. So we good. watched that all. We, we watched it all. Can't, so, I can't even. I seen? can't even believe people did that. Oh, I they love it. literally married each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, literally married each other. <laughs> after like, <laughs> I've known you thing. for two hours. <laughs> I love you so much. They've known each other for a longer time. Have they? But they never saw one another and didn't know anything about one another. Yes, I know. Oh, but then of course at the end of the program they're like, none of them are together. Mm-hmm. You know, they got no, married. Are they, are they not? Two of them, I think, stayed together. Two, I think they're. Yeah. One of them didn't get married, but were dating, and the others had broken up. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was. Lauren and that guy. Yeah. I want to say Trent. I know that's wrong, Trent, but he Trevor. looked like a Trent. Trevor. Mm. Trevor. Trevor. 
<laughs> Trev, no. maybe. Never yell at me. Oh, that weird guy. Yeah, the the toxic couple. Oh. He was really tall, and they were like yeah. super lovey-dovey, but then, and then they were like, hated oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. Going that on was, a helicopter yeah. ride. That was oh. a weird, aggressive relationship. That that. And, then they, and then didn't he leave her at the altar? Yes. yes he was like, no. She's like, I do. And he's like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. That happened twice. So that other couple as well with that young lad. And, oh, yeah. and then the blonde-haired lady, like the older one. Oh. The best couple. The ones that seemed actually down to earth. Well, she was a bit of a... Was she? Well, she... Yeah, she, she was fit. like... <laughs> she loved the other guy. The guy yes. who was with... Right. What's her face? Uh, <laughs> the homeless girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl that had like... He loved uh, the yeah. homeless girl who had all the debt. Mm-hmm. Yes. He married yeah. her. Did he? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're still, still together. They're still, still together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but remember, remember that scene where they were in her house. This is like the younger guy and the older lady. Yeah. And they were in her house, and her dog just starts like sipping wine. Oh yeah, and she was her, like, "There I, you go." Oh, she loves wine. She loves <laughs> wine. Yeah. Oh my god. Some for you. Some for god. me. Some for me. Yeah. God, I mean, drunk dog in the back, like bad dog owner right <laughs> yeah, there yeah i know take that dog right off her but anyway yeah. we know you're on all this so we we talked about this half an hour ago you're on all the socials mm. allison lynch music mm-hmm. and you're online allisonlynchmusic.com something like that yeah mm-hmm. excellent i had to look at your website it's a good website oh i need to update that website but thank you it's a very good website. <laughs> like don't don't look at that yet. Don't look at that. <laughs> need to fix uh, that. Yeah, yeah. That I'll I think you looked at again. someone else's website. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a different Allison Lynch with red <laughs> hair. Might, yeah, same same look, different yeah. different website. Different <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, well, I can't um, wait to hear some tunes. Yeah, because you've got a wicked new instrument. I'm excited for people to. I knew what drummer didn't know what it was. What I knew ba- the Baron. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't bring the Baron oh. because I couldn't find. Oh my God, you're oh, so sad. <laughs> Just, uh, no. I couldn't find my tipper, which is the little... The thing you play with? Yeah. The thing. See, you know about the I. That's all I know. I can't play any instruments. I've got drumsticks. It's fine. Just <laughs> beat it with one <laughs> drum. <laughs> well, that's okay. Use my hand. That's I'm still excited to hear the tunes. I, they're going to be fabulous. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks for having me. Yeah.